0: To learn more about this, you can visit guthealingbundle.com. One of the main concerns of taking antithyroid medication is that it can potentially put a lot of stress on the liver. When this is the case, on a blood test, a person will typically have elevated liver enzymes, specifically the ALT and AST markers. It's also very common for people with hyperthyroidism to have an elevated alkaline phosphatase, and while this can also be related to the liver, it's usually related more to the increased turnover of bone. In this episode, I'll be discussing these markers in greater detail, as well as what you can do to address these markers when they're elevated. And so let's get started. Welcome to the Save My Thyroid podcast, hosted by Dr. Eric Osansky. To stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics, visit SaveMyThyroid.com. The following discussion is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. Please do not apply any of this information without first speaking with your doctor. Now let's head to the show. Welcome back to the Save My Thyroid podcast. This is Dr. Eric Osansky, And because it's common for people with hyperthyroidism to have elevated liver enzymes, in this episode, I'm going to discuss some of the most common reasons for this. And of course, I'll also discuss what you can do to address this problem. So let's go ahead and start by discussing some basics about liver enzymes. So once again a lot of people with hyperthyroidism have elevated liver markers. And of course, there are people without hyperthyroidism who have elevated liver markers, but the focus of this podcast, of this episode, will be on those with hyperthyroidism. And when I talk about liver enzymes, I'll be specifically talking about the ALT, AST, and alkaline phosphatase, and I'll get into more specifics about these enzymes shortly. So what causes these liver enzymes to be elevated. Again, this is something I'll be discussing in greater detail. Also, as far as how to test for these markers. Well, let's get into the testing right now. So the way I test for elevated liver enzyme markers is by doing what's called a comprehensive metabolic panel or a CMP. The good news is that most endocrinologists will order this test for the hyperthyroid patients, at least those who are, are on antithyroid medication, because it is common for antithyroid medication to increase liver enzymes, so just about every endocrinologist will do regular liver enzyme panels as long as the person is taking antithyroid medication. With that being said, I'd like to go ahead and get into greater detail about the three liver markers. Again, the ones, that ALT, AST, and alkaline phosphatase. Let's start with ALT, which is alanine aminotransferase. And this is also known as serum glutamate pyruvate transaminase, or SGPT. ALT is more commonly elevated than AST. And ALT is mainly found in hepatocytes, which are liver cells. And so when damage to the liver occurs... ALT is released from injured liver cells, and this causes an elevation of serum ALT. And ALT is also present in muscles, adipose tissue, the intestines, colon, prostate, as well as the brain. And it's also worth mentioning that extreme exertion can cause a temporary elevation of the liver enzymes. So for example, if someone runs a marathon and then gets a comprehensive metabolic panel, there's a good chance that the liver enzymes will be elevated, including ALT. Now I'm going to discuss aspartate aminotransferase, or AST. So this is also known as serum glutamic oxaloacetic transaminase, or SGOT. And so in addition to being found in the liver, AST is also located in the heart, kidneys, brain, as well as the skeletal muscles. Whereas ALT can increase up to 50 times greater than normal when liver damage is present, AST levels will typically rise to 10 to 20 times greater than normal, And one reason for this is because ALT is more specific to the liver. And so if ALT is elevated, this is usually a pretty good indication of liver damage. So on the other hand, if AST is elevated and ALT is normal, then chances are that damage is happening to a different area of the body, such as the skeletal muscles. So now let's go ahead and discuss alkaline phosphatase. So this is an enzyme that is found in the bloodstream, and it plays a key role in metabolism within the liver. However, when it is elevated, not only can it indicate problems with the liver, but it can also indicate a problem with the bones and even sometimes the gallbladder. So elevated alkaline phosphatase can not only be an indication of hyperthyroidism, but other health problems as well, such as hepatitis, cirrhosis, cholecystitis, a blocked bile duct, osteomalacia, bone cancer, or hyperparathyroidism. Let's go ahead and discuss why these liver markers become elevated. So common cause, number one, hyperthyroidism. And I I should say why they become elevated in people with hyperthyroidism. So if someone just in general does a liver panel, a comprehensive metabolic panel, and they see one of these markers or multiple markers are elevated, this doesn't necessarily mean hyperthyroidism probably isn't even the most common cause. But again, this is focusing on hyperthyroidism. So common cause, number one, hyperthyroidism, especially alkaline phosphatase. So I should point out that ALT, AST, sometimes we do see elevated ALT and or AST with people with hyperthyroidism who are not taking antithyroid medication. That's actually common cause number two, taking antithyroid medication. But I need to point out that alkaline phosphatase is elevated in most people with hyperthyroidism, even those who are not taking antithyroid medication. And I see sometimes those the alkaline phosphatase quite high. So, it's something I wouldn't get too alarmed, at least initially. If it's not decreasing over time, then there might be some cause for concern. But again, common cause number two anti thyroid medication. And so, elevated liver enzymes, common in people are taking methimazole, PTU. For those who are overseas, like in Europe, some people take carbimazole, which converts into methimazole. And this doesn't always cause an elevation in the liver enzymes, but it is quite common for this to happen when someone takes antithyroid medication. I should also mention when it comes to the different types of antithyroid medication, it is more common to see this with PTU, and there is concern with the effects that PTU has on the liver in some people. There are people who take PTU and they're perfectly fine, especially for pregnant women in the first trimester, Typically, endocrinologists will get PTU and not methimazole. There are people who take PTU and the liver is fine, but on average, PTU puts more stress on the liver when compared to methimazole, carbimazole, and that's why usually most endocrinologists will recommend methimazole, carbimazole over PTU. Again, get into the research, there is research that shows that PTU-related to- liver toxicity is likely to occur in about 1% of treated patients. And again, this is why the liver enzymes need to be tested regardless of what type of antitherm medication someone is taking. So if someone is taking methimazole or carbimazole, you still want to test the liver enzymes regularly. I would say at least every couple of months. Although initially, maybe if you're someone's just starting the medication, maybe test the liver enzymes a month later just to see how someone's doing. And if they're looking okay, I still would keep an eye on them, but not as frequently. If the liver enzymes are elevated after the first month when you start antithyroid medication, then you might want to keep an eye on the liver enzymes every, every month, maybe do a comprehensive metabolic panel every four to six weeks, let's say. Alkaline phosphatase, again, this is very common with people who have hyperthyroidism even if they're not taking antithyroid medication and for those who are taking antithyroid medication this usually doesn't cause it to increase further it's usually again it's usually already increased by the time someone is taking antithyroid medication but taking antithyroid medication usually won't drive up alkaline phosphatase further as i mentioned i wouldn't get too concerned initially about an elevated alkaline phosphatase However, if the alkaline phosphatase doesn't decrease soon after normalization of the thyroid hormones, then this may indicate another problem and is a greater cause for concern. But I I will say that it could take some time. So if the thyroid hormone levels are normal and you do a comprehensive metabolic panel a month later and alkaline phosphatase is still high, again, I wouldn't get really concerned unless if it is increasing or if it's maybe if it's extremely high, but it really depends on the situation. So let's go in and discuss other reasons for elevated liver enzymes. So viral hepatitis can be a potential cause. And so with viral hepatitis, the liver enzymes can stay elevated for a few months. Typically, they'll be really high in cases of hepatitis. And so chronic hepatitis will also present with elevated liver enzymes as well, although not quite as high as acute hepatitis, like acute viral hepatitis. Frequent alcohol consumption, so most people listening to this probably know that alcohol puts stress on the liver, and so if you're drinking alcohol frequently, this could also cause the liver enzymes to be elevated. Having a family history of liver disease makes it more likely that someone will have elevated liver enzymes. And also, in addition to antithyroid medication, there are other medications that can cause elevated liver enzymes. So if you start a certain medication and you notice that your liver enzymes, whether it's the ALT, AST, if one or both of those are elevated and it coincided with you starting a a, a certain medication, then it very well could be related to that medication. And again, I mentioned antithyroid medication, but if you're, let's say, just in the future, taking a different medication, or maybe you take antithyroid medication that doesn't elevate your liver enzyme, but then a few months later, for you have a different health problem, different health condition, and you take a different type of medication and your liver enzymes increase. Now, maybe it could be related to the antithyroid medication, but usually you'll see that increase relatively quickly. So in this situation, I just mentioned, it might be due to another medication that you're taking. As far as specific medications, again, there's too many medications to mention here that could potentially raise liver enzymes, but aspirin could, acetaminophen, actually that puts a good amount of stress on the liver. Uh, so Tylenol, for example, ibuprofen, antibiotics can sometimes, again, that doesn't mean that most people take antibiotics while have elevated liver enzymes, but it potentially can, and antifungal medication, anti-seizure medication, statins, as well as other cardiovascular drugs. Also non-alcoholic fatty liver disease can sometimes cause elevated liver enzymes. Although not everyone with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease has elevated liver enzymes, I will say that many people with this condition do have elevated liver enzymes with ALT usually being higher than AST. And remember, I mentioned earlier how ALT is more specific to the liver. And then what non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, other common findings include high triglycerides, low HDL levels, and sometimes a person will also present what high or normal hemoglobin A1C levels, hemoglobin A1C related to, to blood sugar, the average blood glucose levels over a two to four month period. Some other factors which can lead to elevated liver enzymes, hemochromatosis, I mentioned a few different types of hepatitis, viral hepatitis, chronic hepatitis, but then also there's what's called autoimmune hepatitis, celiac disease. Sometimes, again, not everybody with celiac disease will have elevated liver enzymes, but it can be a potential cause as well as muscle injury. When should you be concerned about elevated liver enzymes? And I kind of mentioned this a little bit, especially with regards to alkaline phosphatase. So I, I wouldn't get too concerned if they're slightly above the lab reference range, if the liver enzymes are approaching or if they're over triple digits, so I'm talking about specifically AST and ALT, alkaline phosphatase, it's, it's not a concern for it to be in triple digits. It's very common to be in triple digits. But for AST, ALT, if these are in triple digits, then this is usually a cause for concern. And, it, and I wouldn't panic. You might just, if it's due to, the, let's say, antithyroid medication, then stopping or reducing the dose of antithyroid medication many times will resolve the problem. The reference range for AST, according to LabCore, it'll, it'll differ depending on the lab. But according to LabCorp, it's between 0 to 40 international units per liter. And for ALT, it's between 0 and 32 international units per liter. So if someone's levels are close to 100 IUs per liter or greater than this, then again, this is usually a cause for concern. Once again, I would not panic, but I also would not ignore it. As I mentioned earlier, if the elevation of the liver enzymes is due to antithyroid medication putting stress on the liver, then the endocrinologist probably will tell you to stop taking the medication or they might just lower the dose. So if you're taking, let's say, 40 milligrams of methimazole, then maybe they'll lower it to 20 milligrams and do another comprehensive metabolic panel, see what the liver enzymes look like and if they're uh, normal or maybe if they're a little bit high but not not too bad, they might... Tell you to stick with the twenty milligrams. Everything comes down to risk versus benefits So, of course, they want you to be safe when when dealing with hyperthyroidism. So they they don't want your liver to, to they, they don't want you to have problems with the liver, but they also don't want to have unmanaged hyperthyroidism. And sometimes someone will have elevated liver enzymes when taking one type of antithyroid medication, but not another. Even though PTU does have a greater tendency to put more stress on the liver. This isn't the case with everyone, and there are some people who take methimazole and it raises the liver enzymes, and for whatever reason, they switch to PTU, and it doesn't put the stress on the liver enzymes. So that's another solution, too. So the medical doctor, maybe, or the endocrinologist might decrease the medication dosage, but if that doesn't help, then he or she might switch the person to a different type of medication and see if that has a similar effect. The bad news is that many endocrinologists will recommend radioactive iodine or thyroid surgery if the liver enzymes elevate in response to taking antithyroid medication. Some of them won't switch the person to PTU because they'll argue that the liver enzymes may very well be increased with PTU, and that could be the case. But radioactive iodine, thyroid surgery should, in my opinion, should be a last should be last resorts. So I think it's worth looking into switching to a different type of antithyroid medication. Or, of course, my approach also is to look into natural methods whenever necessary. So this is not related to this episode. You could find my story and discussion about herbs such as bugleweed. So when I dealt with Graves, I personally took bugleweed. So that's another option too, is to consider doing an herbal approach. Now that doesn't work for everyone. And again, that's not the focus of this episode, but I did want to mention that if someone is unable to take antithyroid medication, then there are alternative options. So one should you be concerned about an elevated alkaline phosphatase? So again, I did mention this. I mentioned how alkaline phosphatase is frequently elevated due to the high thyroid hormone levels. And as the thyroid hormone levels decrease, the marker should also decrease over time. And the average reference range for alkaline phosphatase is 20 to 140 IUs per liter. LabCorp actually uses a range of 39 to 117 IUs per liter. And it is common to see hyperthyroid patients with levels exceeding 200 IUs per liter. And again, even that I wouldn't say is a cause for concern because as the thyroid hormone levels decrease, this number usually will decrease. So, and I would be concerned if the alkaline phosphatase does not start decreasing after the thyroid hormone levels are normal. What options do you have? So again, option number one is if it's if antithyroid medication is causing the elevated liver enzymes, then you could replace antithyroid medication with I mentioned bugleweed. Briefly mentioned bugleweed, and I go into greater detail in other episodes. Also, one thing I didn't mention here: low dose naltrexone or LDN is something else to consider. And again, I'll, I discuss LDN in different episodes. And then, same thing with cholestyramine. I won't get into greater detail here, but cholestyramine binds to, can bind to thyroid hormone and I've only had a few patients take cholestyramine, but I've seen it work in hyperthyroid patients, so it is an option to consider, and I should mention LDN, or low-dose naltrexone, modulates the immune system, calms down the immune system. It is hit or miss, and again, bugleweed doesn't work in everyone. Cholestyramine, you might have difficulty getting a prescription, and of course, none of these do anything to address the cause of the problem, but we're not talking about that in this podcast episode. We're talking about being safe while trying to address the cause, and if your liver enzymes are getting really high, we want to try to do everything we can to avoid radioactive iodine or thyroid surgery, so these are just some other options. And then uh, uh, option number two, lower the thyroid hormone levels. Again, that's what we're trying to accomplish, of course, through the antithyroid medication and things such as bugleweed, cholestyramine, even LDN indirectly is lowering thyroid hormone levels. And then uh, support the liver with natural agents. So that's another option. So you could try taking agents such as milk thistle, NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine. That's a precursor to glutathione. Glutathione is the master antioxidant that is uh, very important for optimal liver health. Or you could take glutathione, like a liposomal or acetylated glutathione. Even turmeric might might help. So these are some of the things you can consider doing if you have elevated liver enzymes. All right, so that is all I want to cover with regards to addressing elevated liver enzymes. I hope you found this episode to be extremely valuable and I look forward to seeing you in the very next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you haven't checked out my book, Natural Treatment Solutions for Hyperthyroidism and Graves' Disease... I highly recommend for you to do so, as I'm confident you will find the information be extremely valuable. You can find the book on Amazon as well as on other online bookstores. If you have already read my book, can you please do me a favor and leave a review? I know I already asked you to review this podcast a few episodes ago, and so I hate asking you to leave yet another review. But I'm going to do it anyway, as if you're listening this far, you obviously are either a big fan of mine, or you simply can't stop listening to a podcast episode until it reaches the very end. I'm kind of like this when it comes to audiobooks, as once I start listening, I feel the need to finish the entire book, even if it's horrible. Anyway, whether or not you leave a review, I really do appreciate you listening to this podcast.